Welcome back to the Soccer Life Mastery Podcast. And today, once again, we do have Jose here yes, with us. He's driven all the way back here. Yes. It was a new oh week. Gosh. Yeah. We just came with the same clothes and same setup. Yeah, But yeah, it's yeah. just because we, don't we wanted clothes. to do it like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way we do. And we've got heaps of good questions today. Yes. <laughs> we do have it. We were just right. literally talking about like... How bad we are as podcast. What? No. Yeah. No, we're no, no. Bad. We're like, best podcast. Don't you worry about it. We're the number one podcast in the world. Yes. Yeah. There's no other podcast like Soccer Life Master Podcast that we keep no. saying Master Football Academy, which is going Joe to be... Joe Rogan. No, I have yeah. got nothing on us. Logan Paul podcast. No. No. Well, the best. If, if you think about it, have you seen Joe Rogan talking about like football in Australia? No. So stick with us. Yeah. That's it. Number one podcast in Adelaide. Yes. And today we're going to do like some questions to Jose because I want to understand a little bit more about his... Not only like the background, but like the way he plays and what position and That's a, good a lot of things like that. So yeah. let's see. That's a better question. I want to know. Now, the first question is, what's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> this is an in-depth. Uh, Very important. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is important. You're going to understand why. Which one? Uh, I, I'd have to say purple. Purple. Oh, interesting. See that? That's the reason he doesn't play as a striker in the left side because of purple color. Right. Is that another? You, you don't know that. No. What? Well, they don't know. So can you explain so which position do you normally play? I normally play as, as, as a 10, attacking Ooh. midfielder. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know if it's my favorite position. I like playing on the left wing. Aha. Uh-huh. This, this is important to know. So, for example, he played as a number 10, literally as a midfielder, but it's not his favorite position. But why do you think he's still there, like playing in the middle? Uh, this is important. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of the creative aspect of the game, you know, like being able to hit that through ball yeah. and get it from one side to the other, bit of dribbling. And I think a, a lot of it is also like speed wise here in Australia, a lot of coaches want the fastest players on the wing. Yeah. 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 Which, which does make sense. And that's one of the things that I think I mentioned to you before. I remember like when I was playing with like a few friends in Melbourne, I want to play as a striker and score some goals, but they were like, you know, so the way you pass the ball, the way you dribble and clear the whole play to pass to someone else, it's amazing. And I was like, well, but every time I pass, they miss. But like, maybe that's the coach perspective of like, okay, Jose can dribble, Jose can clear like the whole play and just pass the ball like, like a through ball, as you mentioned, like a really nice one. Mm. And he's, it's not like his favorite position, but like for that coach, on his perspective, that's the ba- best position that he can put Jose in. And that happens in our perspective, where we got players where they might love to be striker, 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 striker. If your characteristics and your athleticism or your ability to find those passes, you might be better suited somewhere else. Yeah. And so as coaches, we kind of have to find the best spot for you. Um, and sometimes that might not make you the happiest, um, but. It, de- it depends a lot on the style of what the football that the coach or the team wants to play. Yes. You know, because yeah. in a lot of other countries, speed is very important, but you also want a player that can actually hold up the play, like yeah. be an outlet for the team. So then it's more about how how well you can hold the ball and not lose it. Yes. Yeah, I'm not trying to put it in a in a terrible spot, but like, do you think if you play as a left wing, you're gonna receive as much ball as you think you're gonna receive, like wanted at least? Uh, well. It really depends on who else plays in the midfield. For example, last year when I was playing up in Brisbane, um, it showed the difference where if I played on the wing, the ball would just wouldn't get up to up that forward. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I played in the midfield, we'd be pushing forward a lot more. Yeah. Right. So, so you prefer to play left wing 
with a clone of yourself in the midfield <laughs> so they can pass to you. <laughs> it really depends. Like, if you have somebody that can get the ball out to the, up to the fullback real quick, up the line, then you can do something with it. Mm-hmm. But if it's always getting stuck in the midfield, yeah. then you can't really do anything. Yeah. Do, do, do you also think, I think we have that, we make that question to Kai in the other episode, but like, for example, do you think that's kind of like a, even though like you grew up in America, but like you still have like South American blood, of course. Yeah. Do, do you think this is kind of like a South America thing? Because we kind of like, sometimes I don't, I don't feel that I'm a good like player right now, but like sometimes I do things that I was like, oh, I know they wouldn't be able to do like, on that way, at least. Yeah, where, where you're more creative or... Yeah. You think of it on the spot. You do what, what you feel natural. Yeah. Yeah, I think that actually does, does happen a lot with um, South American or... I'd even say most third world countries because since there's less structure in how players are formed, like here you have... From a really young age, you're already in clubs, academies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't really see players going out to the park with yeah. their friends and playing. We, yeah. we're, that's all we, we, we do. We spoke about that yesterday, right? Yeah. After the training session. That's all we do. Like, yeah. that's how we learn to play football, out in the park or on the street with the ball just playing. Yeah. So that's us learning how to make those decisions without really being told, without really yeah. thinking about it. Okay, I'm going to make this decision. No, you just do it. Because yeah. that's how you grow up yeah, playing. That was pretty much it. Like growing up, I remember like playing the street. So you need to consider about like, okay, there's a car coming, there's bikes coming. Oh, we need to see about the ground. Oh, there's some like, I don't know, sand in the ground, in the ground. So you need to be careful about that too. So you kind of think about, okay, how am I going to play with the head? There's a little bit sand, like literally in the mm. street. It could be slippery. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of car coming. So how are we going to do it? So you, we used to grow up like playing dribbling cars, bikes, and a lot of things <laughs> yeah. like that. Then, and sometimes like even like up hills or something. Mm. Okay, cool. That's strength, and there's a lot of things like that. And we spoke about that like after the training session we did last night. And then we were like, oh, sometimes I think what, what is missing to people here in Australia is just like play like in in a fun way, not only mm. in the soccer training session, yeah. because like playing for fun sometimes is the one that you kind of put like the creativity yeah. literally in the focus. It was like, hey, I can have fun now. No one's yeah. gonna complain. No one's gonna do anything. It was just me. If I lose the ball, they score, go, mom, I lost in the game yeah. in the street. Well, who cares? Yeah. No one cares. So that's the, one, the only time that you kind of have like 100% of freedom to do whatever. That is probably the biggest difference, isn't it? Or... When there's all the creativity <laughs> with the South and what? It's not an analogy. No, this is a quick, quickly analogy. No, go on. Playing the street back home as well, it, it can like, be like threatening as well, because like if you if you play in a team that has like some strong kids, they were like, hey, Nasha, if you if you make those mistakes, oh, oh Nasha. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's also true. So you kind of put like some pressure in a good way too. Yeah. But like yeah, so we don't have coaches, but we have bullies. <laughs> you got the, the older kids. <laughs> the older kids are like, Nasha, don't make a mistake. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of pressure we don't have like in the games. But I'm telling you. That's a lot of pressure. so hard. <laughs> well, yeah. I remember that. Well, that's probably the difference between like the, the different styles is like you have so much creativity because you play, you know, in the streets all the time. We're here, you get just put into a club and then the coach is straight away onto you about structure or the way you want to play. And then you may lose that individual flair or the individual and also, It also amounts to how much experience you have playing football. Yeah. Like here, you, you play at a club and how much of the time of your training are you actually playing a game? Right, so when you're playing with your friends, you're just playing yeah, play. Yeah, you just yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. You just play and have fun, and 
when you do good one twos, when you score an amazing goal, like it doesn't really matter, but your body remembers it. Yeah. And then when you go out and play professionally or at a club, you feel even more liberated to do the stuff that you know you can do because mm-hmm. you already did it when there was no yeah. pressure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have a lot more experience under your belt. And that's the thing. Experience is, is key. And, and that's what we always say to the kids is, you know, you can't just train two hours a week. Like you come to training for an hour twice a week and that's that's it you're gonna be you're gonna get better you yeah. gotta train at home you gotta play at home the more time you have with the ball the better the more comfortable you're gonna get the more used to having three guys on the street you know trying to steal the ball off you how can i get past them all yeah more more experience and more exposure to playing and even if you got no friends at all just juggle the ball kick, yeah. kick against the wall yeah, that's, the that's the what ball. i do in my one-on-one sessions all the time i tell them all right i'm gonna give you an exercise we're gonna do it for a minute two minutes but you need to do this at home. Yeah. Even even if it's every other day or once other time a week other than the training session you do with me, do it at home. Yeah. And I'll make them really simple, like just dribble around a cone or just juggle off the wall. Do whatever you want, but have the ball at your feet yeah. at least once a day. Yeah, for like, sure. I, like when I was, um when I just got to Australia, I'd have a ball in my living room and every time I'd like go out, get a drink, yeah. drink of water, I'd just be like playing with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's how you, that's how you get used to having the ball at your feet. Even like for kids, if you're doing your homework, like you're sitting at a desk, just have the ball at your foot, man. Just to like, while you're doing your work, just, just move it. Just have it used to being, you should live with the ball. If you're serious about, you know, yeah. getting better and progressing, the, the more time you're having that ball at your feet, the more it's going to feel natural when you, you're at training, you're at the pitch, where you're at a trial and you have to impress, you're not going to feel like you have to focus on your first touch. That should be just natural. You should yeah. just be able to just have that first control because you've got to be thinking about everything else. How can I make an awesome pass? How can I make a good dribble? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that definitely, especially players that feel um, not comfortable with the ball, more time, more exposure, not just two hours a week. Every, every day can we get more and more time with the ball. And the big thing is juggling. A lot of the kids I get are like, all right, let's do a little bit of juggling. Like, oh, I never juggle. I, we did this at training once. Yeah. We try to get to 10. And it's, you should be, ju- you should yeah. be juggling in your sleep. Yeah, literally. Cause yeah. It, you, you need no space. Your parents aren't going to get mad because you're not smacking it against the wall. Yeah. It's the easiest thing you do. It's just no, juggle. The, the only thing is like some of the kids, sometimes they, they come and ask you like, why juggling? Like, right. Exactly. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they don't understand. Sometimes like if you receive the ball, you can kind of juggle like while you're running. They're not gonna try to take that ball away from you technically if you know how to do it as well. Sometimes like it's just like the way you touch the ball, mm. like touching the ball like quite a lot of times, like okay, the ball is coming, you stop the ball, keep one, two juggles, stop, pass, dribble. Mm. So it is pretty important. So people just think, oh, that's not gonna help me like in the soccer really oh, what do you mean? It's not gonna mm. like the touch, like the way yeah. you're touching the ball, the way you, you move with the ball. It's ball ball conduction yeah. and weight of the touch. Yeah. Like how hard are you hitting the ball, which direction? Like all right, I'm gonna hit it. Try try uh, juggling just to my knee height, just mm-hmm. chest height, head height. Yeah. yeah, it's actually really really hard. Of course yeah. it is. It's such a head height, head height, head height. Yeah. It's a very good, really, very really good uh, exercise. Well, yeah, if you, if you don't want to juggle, grab the ball, big kick, and try to make the ball stop literally near you. Yeah, like the, the best way, but like a huge kick. Because mm. especially oh, it's coming. Because <laughs> especially like. Uh, when you don't have a synthetic pitch, all, especially at gym level, the ball's always bouncing. Yeah. So being able to just touch it down, but even just juggling, it's, it's the muscle memory of the hip flexors. Touch, 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 okay? Let me do bigger kicks. And that weight, you said, the weight of the, the weight of the touch, weight of the kick. Yeah, you should be juggling. And you should be, as you know. As much as you can yeah. all the time. Right foot, left foot, 
All the body parts. Yeah, right foot only, thighs only. If have a bit of fun, use your shoulders, use your head. Yeah, yeah, I did that the other day with my kids too. And yeah, like, what with your shoulder? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you yeah whatever. Just with your shoulder. <laughs> Spice things up. Have fun with it, because obviously, uh, juggling isn't going to wear out your body, but you got to get bored of it. So yeah. have fun with it. Do some freestyle tricks. Practice. Do anything that makes training more enjoyable and like a creative experience of what else can I do? Can I can I land it on my neck? Can I you know what? Go on YouTube. Nate, type in coolest tricks ever with the soccer ball and then just try mm-hmm. to practice, you know, yeah. aspire to, to Do you improve. have any, any inspiration as a player, for example, like a player that you kind of like, oh, I want to be like this guy here, like he inspired me quite a lot? Um, well, growing up, the player I watched the most was Ronaldinho, yeah, I one? think. The one who played in Barca, Ronaldinho Gaucho? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Each other, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, because we call him like Ronaldinho Gaúcho. Because yeah. the other Ronaldo was was like the, the other Ronaldo who played for Brazil as well. We call them like phenomena now. Phenomena. But like yeah. before, it was like Ronaldinho. And then Ronaldinho Gaúcho just yeah, because in, Bra- in Brazil Gaúcho, most Ronaldinhos, yeah. Ronaldos are Ronaldinhos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah, in the rest of the world, Ronaldinho is Ronaldinho yeah. and Ronaldo. Yeah. Is. yeah, I didn't know Ronaldinho is Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho Gaúcho. Yeah. In Brazil, all Ronaldo, Ronaldos yeah. are Ronaldinho. Yeah, right. Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, and then like the other one now is Phenomena. Like which yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Yeah, right. There you go. That's pretty cool. Anyway, so, so yeah. Ronaldinho, but yeah. Um, when I was really young, most of the football I watched was international football, so like teams. So watching Brazil play was the best. Well, it was was that the reason you kind of like are like Barca supporter? Yeah, actually, because when I was growing up, it was him pretty much take, taking on everybody, beating Real Madrid. And, and how cool was that? Because like, I, I don't know if you guys remember, if you don't, just Google it, you're going to see it. That time, it was pretty much like only Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah. Because like, because Real Madrid has like Ronaldo, Roberto Carlos, Figo, Zidane. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, there were so many like Beckham. There were so many good players like they consider like Galacticos. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, damn, they, they have like a huge players there. But then everyone wanted to watch like Ronaldinho yeah. only. They were like, no, this guy is, it's unbelievable. And then what he did like at the Bernabeu, everyone just. After he beat like Real Madrid by himself, technically, everyone's standing ovation like yeah. Ronaldinho, like people like from Real Madrid. That was like yeah. insane. What like, Barca player oh has a standing gosh. ovation at the Bernabeu? That was amazing. And, and for him, not to always plug it, but Futsu. He's a, yeah, yeah, no, he's totally he's, he's, he's Futsu. Guy. futsu. Oh, like there's so many Brazilian teams. players at the top level, and they grow up playing futsal. Yeah. Like, it's part of our life. <laughs> yeah, you get that entire skills, the, the quick thinking, the you know ability to control entire areas. There's four players around you. Yeah, cool, I'm useless. That's what yeah. Futsu is. It's a small area. And being able to just be cool under pressure, be calm. I know I can keep this ball. I know I can play. And as a kid, it's so important to play futsal because not only of all those different skills, but in a football game, there's 11 players in one ball. How many touches are you actually getting, even if it's a 90-minute game? Yeah. But in futsal, it's constantly touching... Yeah. Pa- one touch passing, control the ball, hold it off pass, quick passes. Yeah, You're getting so many touches all the time. And for me, it's the best way for you to improve like those small touches that you kind of like, like massive, like the way he does. Yeah. He kind of like a run, touching the ball every single but time. It's, like it's not like just, it's not like just one, day. one, two, three, touch, one, yeah. two, three, touch. No, it's like touch, 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 all the time. Yeah. Like so many times when he turns defenders, it's like two touches before he puts his foot on the ground. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah, and, and, and that also goes into his shot, those like snapshots he has, like yeah. where he it's touched so the ball crazy. out and he's already shot. shot. Yeah. 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 And they're like, oh, he's going to 
Yeah. He touches yeah. the ball out and he's already shooting. He's like, oh, oh. When Neymar is inspired as well, like not doing like diving or something like that, he's one of the players that I kind of like keeps thinking like, oh, such a great excuse. And now I think he's living one of the best moments oh, on PSG this, now. This season, he's he's amazing. doing amazing. I was like, every single touch he does, I was like, oh, cool. I want to watch him now. So that's the reason like when we were talking about like, what team you go for? I was like, no, I go for the players. Right. So, oh, Firmino is playing good. Okay, let me just watch Firmino play. Yeah. Oh, now Coutinho again. So yeah. for, for me, one, the best team right now at the moment is Man City. It's so amazing watching Man City, how well they control games, how the possession. And going back to the question you asked before, what player inspires you? I think at the moment, Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. He's so good, right? Oh my my gosh. His technique, the way he passes his ball, his vision. He's incredible. He was always my, like, you know, six years ago, I was like, okay, I want to be Kevin because I was always midfield. And he was just, I used to watch before games, just highlights of Kevin. I'm like, how does he do this? He just sees the whole pitch. He can just make perfect passes. He's, you know. His first touch, he does 40, 50 passes like it was a 10 meter pass. It's so easy, straight to your foot. No, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like the one that I saw playing like that, pretty much the same thing was like Zinedine Zidane for me. Okay. Yeah. When the way he was playing, everyone was so, hey, don't rush. The ball was there already. Like, hey, so now he was so classic. Don't really exist that much anymore. Like, yeah, now. Nah. No, nah, look, I cannot, I cannot compare anyone to him anymore. Like, yeah. it, it seems he was playing like on the seventies, on yeah, like I mean, in the middle of two thousand something. Is that football has evolved to be a really high speed game. Everybody's running around. But don't you think yeah. he would have, have you seen one when he was training in Real Madrid that he was playing Play with the players? Yeah. Then there was like some touch he was doing it. All the players in Madrid, all of them oh. trying to, they were like seriously just trying to give a tag on yeah. him, and then. Oh, the bus not even there anymore. Like, he's like, oh my gosh, yeah. those players. Amateurs. <laughs> yeah, amateurs. Amateurs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. It's, definitely, those players would still be able to do what they do now. Yeah. But it's just that even at a young age, it's all about ball speed. Don't yeah. stop the ball. Keep it moving. Yeah. Keep running. Keep. Uh, it's, yeah. and it's what, evolved. Definitely. What was the best striker team you ever seen? Like, the, the team that you kind of look and say, look those guys. Like, for example, like MSN, like Messi, Suarez, and Neymar. Yeah. Come on, that was like one of the best ones I ever seen. The way they were connecting to each other, yeah. I, I was, I was so like, why they were leaving right now? Of yeah. course, maybe he was thinking, was okay, so I want to be. <laughs> maybe he was yeah. like, okay, I want to be the best player in the world, and yeah. then I want to be like, literally, I want to be in spotlight right now. Yeah. But like, oh my gosh, that team was like unbelievable. Yeah. Suarez at his best moment was the best number nine in the world, easily. Yeah. Like, yeah. every touch was a goal. Mm-hmm. Is incredible. Well, can you imagine receiving the ball like from Messi, Neymar, yeah, yeah. Iniesta, Xavi, all of them just passing yeah, the ball? Like, I, I but the highlights he had in, in his best peak at Barcelona was just incredible. Yeah. Even by himself, like overhead kicks, volleys, taking on players. Yeah. He destroyed PSG by himself yeah. a few times. So no, because I remember that there's one player in Brazil that keeps saying that it's a really nice striker. But then, like I think two weeks ago, they kind of like did like a scout on that player. They were like, "Hey, did you know this guy miss?" Eight clear goals every single match, but like, well, he's a top striker. Mm. Well, but he missed eight. Yeah. Can you imagine if it, if it just like one year, if the team lose, yeah. he missed eight, eight clear eight goals. <laughs> the only reason that he's really good because he received like 16, 20, 20 yeah, exactly right. really nice balls. <laughs> yeah. so. For for me, that's what that's one of the big things that a lot of players miss in games. It's like, all right, yeah, this guy scored a goal, but who really was the best player? Yeah. Who made all that? Yeah. So that's why... He's he talking about himself. I know my player I'm being scored like one, two goals, but like, have you seen chances. the goals? Yeah. Actually, I was thinking more like the, the comparison that 
a lot of people have between Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. Like, Ronaldo, he's an amazing goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Messi does everything yeah. that's attacking wise yeah that, that's why it's magical that's my point as well like every time when people just say messi or ronaldo i normally keep saying messi because of the whole construct but then if you have to choose one player to play on your team well would, we had this yeah we saw would this. you pick up like ronaldo or messi i'm still picking messi yeah so that's the thing i might not pick messi like i think he's more complete i think he's amazing but like depends on the team and one hey just kick the ball like to ronaldo he'll do like whatever no, but, the, but like Messi sometimes like even though he scored like quite a lot of goals how many times he passed the ball and those guys just missed those goals that I yeah. just don't get it Ronaldo yeah. won't not gonna miss Messi you have a finisher and that's all you need yeah. with Ronaldo you need a ball player you yeah. need someone to get him to it yeah. obviously yeah. when he was young when he was yeah. young he could do it by himself yeah. Yeah. you get it to the wing he dribble three four players yeah. and score yeah. but not, not anymore now yeah. you need someone to feed him the ball yeah. Yeah. it's not that feed anymore mm. Mm. <laughs> Age is a factor. Yeah. At, at the football we have now, no, age is a factor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like, look, let's see. I hope, seriously, I, I do hope that Neymar can keep playing the way he's playing right now. Mm. Because I think he still can have the chance to be like one of the best, the best one in the yeah. world. He dropped off for a few years. Mm. Well, if he do a really nice World Cup, and he keep playing the way he's playing right now, and maybe we can get like the World Cup, he has a chance. I think he deserves it because he's a really good one. I, I just think. Do you think the team he's he's in though is a, is unfair for this league or not? Oh, definitely. Yeah. What that, do you mean? Be, like PSG. Yeah. Like, stats. C- considering stats considering in, then, you know, what yeah. league they're in, they should be winning each game easily. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. Which is which is a big problem for those players because of the mentality aspect. Yeah. They're not facing yeah. really good players every it, week. Exactly. Like, That's so the point. One, one quick question for both of you guys, in Brazil or like. Even like in Europe, sometimes you say, like, the t-shirt will win the game, like, just mm-hmm. yeah. beforehand. So we keep saying, like, UEFA Champions League, well, Real Madrid, sometimes, like, they are not even the best team, which was that case, to be honest. I think they were not the best team to, supposed to win those games. But, like, well, they were beating, like, the other ones because they were, like, come, like they were calm in, in, in a matter of, like, okay, hey, we know where to score, like, what time to score, yeah. what time to make the pressure. They know so how to win. That's the kind of, like, that we keep saying, oh, this T-shirt is so heavy. That jersey is heavy. Yeah, we can live so, up to it. Yeah, so sometimes, do, do you guys believe in that factor as well? Like, for example, when you play, like, PSG. Well, why PSG would that team never win, like, the Champions League? Well, maybe because they don't know how to play. Maybe it's not that heavy. Maybe there's a lot of money, but it's not as heavy as, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to play against PSG. Mm. Real Madrid never going to say, oh, we're going to play against PSG. But yeah. PSG might going to say, oh, oh we're going to play against Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah. For, for me, a big thing is what league you're in because of the players you're facing week in, week out. Mm-hmm. At, in France, unfortunately, the level of football other than PSG isn't as high as the other top five leagues in Europe. For example, like, a lot of people say in La Liga, it's a two-team... Two three, technically. Three, yeah, yeah, right, three. But what they don't realize is that you have Sevilla, that's yeah. literally won the most Europa League ever. Yeah. So that's, I think that's where you look at like how good a league is, in the middle tier. Mm-hmm. And that's where you see the Spanish completely dominating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. But Real Madrid, maybe- Barca, and Atletico are the biggest teams... And they could probably be any any other team in the world on their day. But in the middle tier, the teams that they're facing week in, week out, La Liga has really Most good teams. Quality, yeah. 
EPL always has. But do you think it's the best league? Because for me, Tech is the one that I like the most to watch. But I think Premier League is a way much harder. I think, I think it's a better league, yes. But I also enjoy La Liga more. But yeah, EPL always has loads of pressure, loads of running. Yeah. Every, every team works really hard. You never have a team that sits back and wants to like hold yeah. out a nil-nil like you do yeah. in Spain sometimes yeah. against um, Real Madrid or Barca. Yeah. So, but that's the lower ones, right? So I'm still talking about the middle tier. That middle tier, they're always going at it. You, you watch those La Liga games and they beat Barca and Real Madrid every yeah. so often. You don't have um, that dominance that Liverpool and Man City ha- have had these last few years mm-hmm. because the teams can compete. Yeah, the, just Real Madrid and Barca always have those individual players that when they need to they'll turn it on and score a goal mm. and win the game for them much more of a level playing field rather than like the, the French exactly league. the yeah. French where that's or, like... or Germany where you yeah. have um, Dortmund and Bayern destroying mm-hmm. everybody yeah yeah. oh yeah probably the best signing of the season mm-hmm. literally Breaking records Man City usually play really good football was missing at number 9 Put in probably the best number nine at the moment. And he's just and popping him in the And you don't like him. You hate him. <laughs> no, not that I hate him. I think he's really good one. I think he's definitely one of the best. It's not one of the best. I think he's the best now, like, as a number nine, if right you think now. about it. Yeah, right. But, like, Depends yeah. the last season, but right now. Yeah, no, he's killing it. He's doing great. And even, like, Benzema, like, I like him too. But if you think about, like, one, two years ago, was he that good? Everyone was kind of complaining about him too. Like, he was not scoring like as much goals as his, he was Paul scoring last No, Benzema. Oh, I think it's hard because he had that period of transition between Ronaldo leaving and him becoming the main goal scorer, goal scorer for Real Madrid. But like, even when Ronaldo was there, was he scoring like that much goals? But he was assisting all of them. Yeah, technically that's true, but he still was—he was still like playing pretty much in the same position. He was just passing because like Ronaldo owns the team. Yeah. So you kind of pass like, oh, I can score a goal. Oh, but wait, Ronaldo's there. Yeah. You pass Ronaldo. So that—that's the thing with strikers that sometimes they won't score a lot of goals, but they're—they're doing their part. Like Firmino, that doesn't score a lot of goals, but he's still an integral part to that front three for Liverpool for so many years. So. Now Holland is just showing it's what a full-on elite striker has to do. What do you think? Why do you think he's getting that success? Like, why do you think he's excelling so much? I think it's the mentality he has to to be there every single time, mm-hmm. and also the team now. Yeah, right? I saw this uh, is a strong team. I saw a little video of him just like from all the way at the back and from like the goal, and he just does like a hundred meter sprint yeah. to get up to the plate. He doesn't even get it, but he makes the run. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, That's the mentality that Ronaldo yeah. always like inspired yeah. people with. Yeah. And Holland yeah. and Holland has it yeah. like, as soon as he knows that there's a chance, he puts his head down and makes that sprint. Mm. And with Man City, he has the players behind him that the ball will get to him. And so even he, if he it's- is more like, okay, I don't need to run as much as it was running before, now I can run wisely only in the times that I need it because the ball will come. Yeah, well now he's, he's starting to get into it. Like the first few games, as I mentioned, um, he wasn't really touching the ball that much. He was just up there kind of hold, mm-hmm. holding his space. And when the ball came to him, he'd score. Yeah. It was really simple, like <laughs> yeah. 
that that's all you need to do when you're yeah. a striker. But now he's he's com- becoming part of the plays as well. He's com- coming down to receive the ball, winning the ball back sometimes. It's kind of like every coach's striker. Dream. Yeah, it's a dream because if he loses the ball, you can see he's the first one chasing that thing. Yeah. And he, how strong he is, how fast he yeah, is. He usually gets it back. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same on the other way. When there's a chance, he's racing to get to that ball. Yeah. To get into the right position, he needs to be. And even if someone's on him, he's so strong, he just yeah. barges them out of the way. It's a giant, isn't it? Yeah, he's huge. And, and scores. Yeah. Like, the ball is going to get there. So if he gets there, he's going to score. Nice. We've actually, I'm trying to get this in the head of our academy players. Is like, some of our teams, uh, we, we get caught watching... Um, either one of our teammates just dribble the ball rather than going, oh, hey, look, my teammate's got it in an attacking position. Can I bust my butt to get there and help him rather than just going, I'm too far away. I'm just going to watch him and try to do something cool. It's like, have that mentality of bust your gut to get up there. You're going to, you might score. You might not, but you've got to get there anyway, just in yeah. case. It's a hard thing because sometimes you're, even, even that happens to me, like you make a really good through ball and you're just admiring it. You're like, that's yeah, such that a good through ball. He has to score. Oh no, yeah. man, he missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that happens, but that, that's that, yeah. that switch of mentality that makes you from a good player it to is. elite. That, and that's something that everyone does. And we keep on saying, after you pass, do not watch. Do not pass and watch, pass and help. Pass and help. Pass and make a forward run. Pass and get up there. Not just pass and go, ah, that was awesome. Which is what we find ourselves doing sometimes. Yeah. We're just trying to get out, out of that habit. Um, but well, it's great. Because like, sometimes you do like those passes that you're like, I don't need to help. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's already done. Look the help I just did. And then he missed. And then you go there for help. Like, yeah. but you, you play for one thing. I know, but like, why on earth? Can you imagine? You're passing that ball. It's just uh, like Academy, one v- Academy players close your ears. 1v1 against the keeper. You do like the beautiful pass. You're like, I did the pass, I did the pass, I did the pass. Yeah. Then he missed it. Mm. He might have needed you to help. So pass and help, pass and support. It has to be. So academy players don't listen. Boy, must pass and make a forward run, pass one. and help. Just yeah, it's just one. Uh, close your ears. I just canceled don't the pass and watch, I'll get angry. Pass and support, pass and help. Pass and support. Yeah. Don't keep watching only. Mm. Unless be like Harland. No, be like Harland. That's why he's banging goals in. Between a good players and elite players is what you're doing off the ball. A thousand percent. Because how often ball. do you have the ball in a game? And that, that, that's the thing ball. that I was mentioned that you mentioned as well about Benzema sometimes. And like my striker on my team right now, he's not scoring a lot of goals. But like he's so good and he fights for every single ball that sometimes he just get the attention to all the other players and the other one is totally free now. Because they were so concerned about that player. They just forget, oh, we need to go there. He's there. And then once you see the other guy is totally free. So he's doing his job. No scoring goals, but like getting the attention, like just doing like the wall properly or something like that. Anyway, are you breaking? What's the mic attached to? Which mic? These ones. What do you mean? On on your lapel? Don't let me... Oh, God. God. (laughs) Because I'm used to it plugged in on the top. I was thinking, holy crap. I thought we had no audio the whole time. It's okay, and that's your oh professional. Oh my gosh. Had a heart attack. But anyway, yeah, I think that, no, was... that was perfect. I think we'll wrap that up. Um, and we're going to kidnap Jose so he's here every week. I mean, what? Um, yeah. <laughs> and once again. But that's no, been great. Yeah. So, yes, this is Jose. He's, gonna, he's been helping for the last few, a couple months or a month or so with uh, private coaching, the futsal, and he's going to get more and more involved. And uh, we have secret news that we're not going to share, but 
with something we're working on, a big project. We can't tell you yet, but it's going to be massive for I helping the players just work uh, and train. <laughs> and uh, no, we can't tell you. But it's super awesome, super important, and you guys are going to love it. And Jose is going to be a big part of the academy. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much once again, guys. See you soon. Ciao. So it's a net.